Valentine's Day may be over, but the second biggest holiday for cut flowers is Mother's Day. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. While moms across the country enjoy a pretty bouquet, getting those flowers into the U.S. while also keeping harmful pests and diseases out isn't a small job. Bruce Chung is an agriculture operations manager with the Agriculture Program's Trade Liaison in the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Bruce, tell me what the big picture of importing flowers into our country looks like. So importing flowers into the U.S., it simply comes down to demand. Right. I mean, we're talking about whatever we need, whatever the country needs to supply for its bouquet makers, its shops, these flower shops, everything. The flowers are imported simply because there's a demand for it. It's probably most likely cheaper overseas, or at least um, they can be produced in a much larger quantity. And of course, any type of market force is going to push it towards specific species and specific countries that actually grow it. So what we see throughout the year, we see a pretty consistent level of importation for flowers in general, but we do see a major increase during specific holidays, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day being one, the two of the largest ones uh, where we see a massive spike. Um, in general, for these holidays, for example, Mother's Day this year, we started tracking our statistics on April 8th, which is about 35 days before the holiday, which this year is going to be uh, May 14th on Sunday. Um, what we see over the years is that we are starting to see an increase, a significant increase in how many flower stems are actually being imported. So, for example, two years ago in the 2021 season for Mother's Day was the first time we actually saw over a billion stems being imported into the country. Uh, last year, we broke that record again with nearly 1.3 billion stems being imported. So it is a lot of stuff coming in. Um, and a lot of this stuff, we do have to ensure that it is safe for our agriculture here. That's going, we are still protecting our agriculture uh, nationally. So our agriculture specialists, they're going to be at the ports of entry. Um, they are going to be inspecting these flowers, ensuring that any type of pests or diseases are going to be caught before they ever enter the country. This is done through physical inspection, and it's also done through regulation, which is being set out by the USDA. So our, our um, agriculture specialists on the front lines are going to be inspecting these, inspecting these things every single day to ensure that um, our agriculture is safe here in the U.S. So we're talking about a billion stems of flowers coming in. I assume that there's some sort of technology that helps with that physical inspection to to catch things because, I mean, we can't lay eyes on, on every stem. Is that something that yeah, I mean, is part of the yeah, job? I wouldn't say it's a technology. It's more of a... It's more of a mixture of regulation systems and, and more of a, more of a systems uh, protections um, throughout the supply chain. And in addition, a lot of it does come down to manual inspection. So starting at the beginning, right? We the USDA, of course, is very familiar with the types of flowers coming in and the types of pests and risks that are associated with each one of those flowers and flower varieties. So they'll set out specific regulations to ensure that, okay, if you want to bring this particular flower in, then it has to meet the specific phytosanitary regulations. And those regulations can be anything from, you know, it may require some type of treatment overseas before ever even coming to the U.S. It may require um, a specific way that those flowers are grown or a specific method in which the flowers are grown to help prevent any type of pests. 
So that's kind of the first step is kind of setting those regulations in place to ensure and try to protect as much as possible before it even gets here. When it does get here, those considerations are taken into place. And the act, this is where CBP comes in. CBP will inspect those flowers. And it's done at a very specific rate. The rates are done specifically based upon the risk itself. And we will select those boxes and, and uh, physically inspect the flowers um, as a sample. While we say that a billion flowers are being inspected, it's really more like they're being cleared and inspected. It is not possible to physically inspect a billion stems of flowers, but we do do an appropriate sample size to ensure that we are catching the pests and the diseases that we're interested in. So for example, this year, uh, we've already intercepted over 700 pests on these uh, on the nearly 500 billion uh, 500 million flower stems, um, of which about half of those are considered actionable, meaning that they require some type of remedial action, whether it's destruction or treatment or re-export. It is a combination of all of those things that allows us to help protect help, help protect the American agriculture from the pests and diseases. What countries are we looking at that are importing flowers? I mean, we're we're used to thinking about the Netherlands and tulips, but that's not the only country that's importing flowers into the U.S. That's correct. Yeah, the Netherlands and tulips is kind of like the number one example. Um, and they usually go in through the JFK International Airport, but they are actually, uh, especially during the Mother's Day season, they are actually on the lower side. I think this year, I'm trying to look at my stats here, tulips so far have only brought in about 8 million stems out of the 500 million stems. Um, usually for Mother's Day and for Valentine's Day, we are looking at roses, uh, we're looking at chrysanthemums, and we're looking at just general mixed bouquets. And most of those varieties will be coming from Colombia and Ecuador. All of those will be coming in through the Miami International Airport, generally. When we are looking at these flowers that are being brought in, you mentioned the different ports. Are all the standard U.S. ports available for importing flowers, or are there only specific ports available where the Customs and Border Patrol can look at and inspect those stems? Generally, all ports will be available. Um, however, just depending on specific programs, you know, um, for example, one of the programs we have is the National Cup Flower Release Program. Uh, this is a program in which the uh, flowers and specific variety of flowers from specific countries have already been cleared by the USDA as being appropriate well and well enough, uh, safe enough to um, allow in. Now, those have to be done through specific ports, uh, but there's only a couple varieties that, that uh, even qualify for that program anyway. Uh, but generally, all ports will be available. You mentioned that there are, you know, pests caught or flowers with disease caught. And you said, you know, those are destroyed or I think you said exported back to where they came from. Tell me a little bit about that process. Yeah, sure. So this is this is uh, what we call remedial action. Um, the first thing that, that happens during this is that the inspector will probably find, let's just say, a uh, an insect or a larva. Uh, that, that particular insect will be captured and, uh, and submitted to the USDA for identification. And once it's identified, the USDA will determine whether it is considered a significant pest. And now, if it's a significant pest, that means that it is something that is of enough importance that it could cause potential damage to our uh, agriculture and natural resources. So what we have to do is what's called remedial action. 
So we'll issue an emergency action notification, and that specifically states that within a certain time period, the broker or the importer has to has three options. They could either re-export it, which means we're going to send it back out of the country. Um, they can either destroy it, or they can treat it if it's if the um, particular pest is actually treatable. Um, and that's usually done through like a methyl bromide bath or methyl bromide um, fumigation. Like it's pretty nasty stuff, but um, but it is something it is effective at killing the insects themselves. Most of the time, especially for these cup flowers during these seasons, a lot of them are actually just destroyed simply because it's probably the cheapest. Sometimes they'll re-export commodities, but you know it's it's kind of hard to resell those types of things because at that point, you know these being perishable goods, the container itself that has already been opened, they've already been exposed. Um, you know, the, there, there's a specific clock on them. Most of the times, it's just easier for, to destroy the product itself. So these flowers are because again, you mentioned they're time sensitive. You know, they're they're perishable. These are all coming in on airplanes. A lot of them do. I would say a good majority of them coming through the airport. Right again. And our two major airports are going to be Miami International and JFK International. However, they can come in almost any way, in any type of form. We have land border flowers. Uh, occasionally, they'll come in from Canada, but sometimes they'll come in through Mexico. Um, those will usually come in through Ote Mesa or San Diego. There are also ones that come in through seaport containers. Uh, this is not as many, but they do come in. So those are usually coming through LA Long Beach, sometimes Seattle, um, and also Newark. Uh, Port Elizabeth up in New Jersey. I suppose with a billion flower stems entering the country in just a month's time, there has to be many different ways of them getting here, or mom's bouquet might be late. That was Customs and Border Patrol Agriculture Operations Manager Bruce Chong. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.